Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, it's Chuck LeBeau. Chuck, you are a chief strategist with Interact Business Solutions Group. You're found on the web at askinteract.com. Chuck, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here, Josh. Well, I also want to point out too, your fellow military veteran. So anytime I can get a great uh, military veteran owned business owner on the show, it's always a delight. Uh, You were a sergeant in the army. What'd you do? So I was in what was back then called the Signal Corps. I don't know if they still call it that, but yeah, I went into the Signal Corps and learned all about telecommunications. I told my recruiter that when it's wet, I want to be dry. When it's uh, hot, I want to be cool. So that was a good MOS for me. Yeah, nice, nice. All right, well, tell us, what is Interact Business Solutions? So Interact Business Solutions Group is is basically a... uh, I hate saying the word consultant because I don't know if I'd ever call myself a consultant, but I guess I am. We solve problems for businesses. So whether it's a very complex problem for a an enterprise type company or whether it's a simpler or I guess it could be a complex problem for very small businesses. What would be an example? That's a kind okay. of a general high level overview. Let's get tactical. Okay. What does that okay. look like? Yeah. Right. So so everyone has problems, right? Nine times out of 10, their problem isn't really the problem. It's just the symptom of the problem. So I'm going to give you two examples. I'll try to do them real quick. Uh, One example was a a low jack company. They manufactured low jacks for fleet vehicles. And they came to me and said, hey, we believe that we're paying too much for our data usage. We need you to do an analysis for us. So we analyzed about 15 million what are called TCAP messages, right? Which are electronic data messages for for messaging between cell towers. And by analyzing it, we did find an anomaly and we're able to get them about $900,000 back from AT&T. So that's one example. That's a short-term project, right? It took us about a month to do. The next one is a long-term project, which we've been working on for about a year and three months now. A company came to us and they said, hey, we're stagnant. We're doing about 14,000 a month in revenue. And we're not growing. And so we did an analysis of their company, found out that they weren't branding themselves properly. And then they have some other issues, but they were putting out the market that they were a virtual assistant company and they specialized in back office support for roofing companies. What we did is we came in and we repositioned them as a business process outsourcing company. We made sure that their people got certified in the softwares that they were using for roofing CRMs and such. We made some operational changes, helped them develop SOPs, hooked them up with AI uh, because they're they're offshore, so they had they were limited in some of their writing abilities with English. So we hooked them up with AI, built a transformer for them uh, that knew their business, and now they're at one hundred and forty thousand dollars a month in revenue. Mm. And it took about eight months to do that. 
So it sounds like a lot of these problems, I mean, there could be a wide variety of problems and somehow you're just able to kind of project manage and kind of get to the root cause of what might be going on and then somehow either work with existing talent or, you know, acquire, you know, the specialists that need to come in and kind of break it down. Is, is that it or? So that's kind of it. So I've got my own special skill sets. I've been a problem solver my whole life, right? That's what I do. I analyze things. I fix problems. Mm. But there, I've also have limitations as far as certain specialties, right? So like I'm not, I can tell you all sorts of legal things, but I'm not a lawyer, right? And I dabble in IT, but I'm not an IT specialist. So I have a group of other, what I call my fractional officers mm. that I can go to their jobs. They're either a, a CTO, CFO, CEO, COOs of other companies, and I work with them to finalize these projects if it's something that I can't handle. But yeah. a lot of times the projects that I take are the ones that I can handle. Share just a bit about your experience, Chuck, you know, because a lot of times you're probably working with leaders um, that are having this problem. But for whatever reason, they're not able to come to the conclusions that you're able to. Why is that? A lot of times they just can't see the forest through the trees, right? They're they're so much, they're so down in the weeds. I'm the first to say devil's in the detail, right? Mm -hmm. But they are so far down in the weeds of their organization that they can't look from above and see the big picture. And remember, for the big organizations, I'm doing very technical type analysis. And most of that revolved for the big companies. It's always been revolved around my telecom experience. I was spent 20 years in telecom. I was an executive with the phone company and I did all of this, right? And that's where I learned this. So the big companies that come to me, it's normally telecom related. The small businesses, a lot of times they just don't have the expertise. They opened up a carpet cleaning company. They're a roofer. They don't understand the big picture about developing a marketing plan or developing SOPs for their business all the things that they should really have. Uh, they don't understand that that the best way to improve your profitability is at the bottom line, not the, the top line. They're always trying to bring on more revenue. It's like, we need more revenue. No, you don't. I'll put you out of business if I give you more revenue because you're selling at a loss. Mm. You have to do that analysis first, right? So, Yeah, so it sounds like, you know, some of this stuff is just very data-driven. Some of it seems pretty numbers-driven in particular, like if we're doing accounting and kind of going through operations, some of it seems technical. Some of it seems, you know, kind of growth and marketing related. I think, you know, when I think about hiring a problem solver like that, I wonder if someone looks at what you do and they go, well, you're not a specialist because you solve problems across so many different areas. Do you find any resistance there? Not really, because like I said, we have the specialties in our wheelhouse, yeah. right? The people that we can go to. Sometimes you need a generalist to see yeah. the big picture, right? But, but as far as, you know, specialties, the majority of the time, you know, listen, I've got like 20 years executive experience in the phone company, but then also 20 years of running my own business, right? Mm -hmm. And through those years, you learn the trials and tribulations of, of what works and what doesn't work. 
right now, most small businesses, they need more revenue. I know how to generate revenue for companies. So that's that's one of the big problems that I solve right now is they need more revenue or they need to become more profitable. And I, that's what I did for the phone company for 20 years and then also private business. So 40 years experience in that. Yeah. What would be, you know, I'm just thinking about to our friend that's listening right now, let's maybe think of some other areas where they might be experienced. Maybe you've noticed some trends. You're like, you know what? I see a lot of SMB folks struggling with this. I don't know if there's maybe just kind of a, a, a list of uh, other things that if you got a problem with this, you know, if you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it, and right, then we bring right. in Chuck. <laughs> right. So listen. So one of the one of the biggest uh, paradigm shifts that I'm seeing right now, and it, and it's both positive and negative, or people have positive and negative re- reactions to it, is AI. Right. Yeah. And so I like to say AI is like it was when the computers came out in the early '80s, where everyone was starting to get a a, a business computer or a home computer. Mm. So businesses came out and they did their business. They bought this business computer and it's sitting there. But they don't know, have anyone that knows how to use it. They don't have anyone that knows how to set it up. So they hired companies to do that. And then they started coming out in the homes. And then what you started seeing was on job applications or in, on skill sets, it said must be PC literate. Remember that? They don't put that on there anymore. Everyone knows a PC, right? <laughs> That's the way it's going to be with generative AI. So when I talk about AI, I talk about generative AI. What's and the, what's the, the difference? Problem- so AI is the big picture, everything. Generative AI is, not to get too technical, but I guess for, with your audience, I probably can. Generative AI is, well, think of ChatGPT. ChatGPT stands for chat, generative, pre-trained, transformer. And what a transformer is, is a neural network of data, right? So they feed, they fed ChatGPT with just millions and millions and millions of code, right? Mm-hmm. This is what a book looks like. This is what a dog looks like. And then they would give it a thousand pictures saying, is this a dog or a book? And it had to make the decisions, right? So they trained that pre-trained and it can actually generate ideas or texts that have not been generated before. So if you use it properly, you can come up with, with uh, novel ideas, right? That, that, you know, brand new, that can be used for your organization. So I tell small businesses out there, you have to embrace this. You have to learn how to use generative AI and you have to learn it properly. And the problem is, is even now, when people go to Google and they wanna find a restaurant, they type restaurant near me, that's not a good prompt, right? It might suit their purposes because they don't care, but if you're gonna use a prompt like that on ChatGPT, write me an article, right? You're not going to get something good out of it. But if you train that AI about your business, about your customers, about your target audience, about your keywords, your products, your services, you train it about all of that. So it has that information. Then you give it the right prompt, you know, write me an article. Well, you can listen, you can get iterative. You can say, give me a list of 10 article ideas for my roofing company. And then it gives you 10 ideas. And you say, okay, on idea number one, write this article in first person from perspective of the owner of the company, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And you write that and you get beautiful content. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know, for those of us who have been on it, <laughs> you know, if you, by the way, if you're not on it and you're lagging behind when it comes to implementation of AI in your company, listen, you're not competing with AI. You're competing with everybody else. It is not dilly-dallying. 
And I understand the apprehension. I understand the fear. I understand, you know, we don't want to make mistakes. Also, you know, maybe I think that there's a lot, you know, Chuck, where people don't realize what they could be doing within their organization. But you want to yeah. maybe talk about what's possible or what you're seeing happen right now to stimulate some ideas on what yeah. folks could or should be doing? Yeah, so absolutely. So listen, you can, once you have a trained, a trained GPT, yeah. right, on your business, you can go into it. And like I say, things can be iterative. You can ask it for an idea and then tell it to expand on that idea. But I can, I can go into chat GPT and tell it, create a, a seven email campaign for new customers that have visited my website. And it will create all of those emails beautifully for you. Okay. Uh, so it'll write that for you. But then you can also go into it and you can say, create a mark based on the information given, write a marketing plan for 2024, make it seasonal. I want to do five posts a week on Facebook, three posts a week on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Give yeah. me ideas for the posts, right? So you can use it for that. Uh, you can upload a spreadsheet into it and tell it and ask it to analyze the data in the spreadsheet. There's so many applications, uh, a roofer, okay? So hailstorm hits, right? You can load in, once it's pre-trained, you can load in the vertical and horizontal coordinates of where a hailstorm hit. And it will look at your CRM to determine how many existing customers you had that were in that area so that you can send them an inspection email. But then it will also come up with a list of addresses that were potentially affected by that hailstorm so that you can target your team to go to. There's so many things if you know how to use it and what to do. Yeah. You can also do your chat bots and things like that. Very intelligent chat bots, sure. you know, so that you don't have to be there at midnight to answer people's questions because it'll answer them for you based on the information given. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. All right, Chuck, you're a problem solver. Uh, your website is askinteract.com. And again, for leaders that are listening to this right now, how do you typically kind of begin new relationships, you know, uh, let's say someone reaches out and say, listen, we got some ideas on, you know, maybe what we should be doing, but all I know is that we got some pain points right now. Like what do those initial engagements typically look like with you? So normally I, I, I work on referrals, right? Mm -hmm. It's hard to market that you're a problem solver, right? People don't need a problem solver until they have a problem. Uh, but typically, so if an organization reaches out to me, it could be as simple as, hey, Chuck, we've got this problem. And then what I'll normally do is do a quick assessment based on their business and come up with a, here are the steps that I see need to be taken to, to develop the problem, to work out what the true problem is, and then some of the fixes that we would probably look at. And then once they sign off on that, now we're engaged and we actually, you know, start working on it. But I give them the roadmap of how we would fix it. So if they want to go fix it themselves, they can. And I normally don't charge for that. I have a little segment called, uh, what's your problem? And people were like texting me or sending me things. Hey, I've got this problem. And I was answering for them and all this. And then I started getting phone calls and it was, I get a phone call and be like, yeah, you know, I got this problem. I need to get a loan from the bank and blah, blah, blah. And I'm helping these people for free over the phone, telling them, you know, and I said, okay, no more of that. I don't have time to, to solve these problems, but yeah. Excellent. Your website, askinteract.com. And I think you've got some resources here as well. Um, someone's been listening to our conversation. What do they do next? Where do they go? So, well, askinteract.com is going to give you the uh, menu item interact where you can now 
give me a call. You can set up a virtual coffee. You can set up a true meeting. You can send us your problem on the form, right? That's the easy way to do it. It also has links to all of our social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, and then my phone number, of course, is on the website as well. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Askinteract.com. Chuck LeBeau. Again, you're the uh, chief strategist. Again, the name of the company, Interact Business Solutions Group. Chuck's been great having you. Thank you so much. That's been a pleasure, Josh. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love, even if you just stop by to say hi, I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.